you guys. Well, a big hello and welcome to season four of Wealthy, Wild and Free. I'm your host, Talia W. DiGiulio, and I am so excited to be starting the season off with really now a journey that I've been on for the last five months. I'm almost, almost five months, but I really was so inspired and empowered by so many of you guys, so many of my listeners, so many of my audience on Instagram over the last couple of weeks. And at the end of 2022, I spent time asking you guys what you wanted to hear more about on Wealthy, Wild and Free. And a lot of you really voted for a lot more of the personal side of things. If you are new to my podcast, my name is Talia W. DiGiulio. I am a transformation coach and an online affiliate marketer. And over the last four years, you guys, I have literally transitioned from being broke and living in a basement to uprooting my life to Bali in Indonesia and totally transforming what I was always so inspired in others doing. I spent so many of my years, guys, watching other people create the life that they desired, create the life of their dreams. And I was just living, living through the lens of so many people. And maybe you relate to that right now. And so the reason I'm bringing you full circle, as I said, if you're new to my podcast and resharing a little bit of who I am and and what I've created is because guys, we are three days into a new year. It is 2023. I know by now it sounds like we should be flying spaceships and um, it's just wild. It's wild to me that we are literally in 2023. Time waits for no one. And it was literally just a short three years ago where I uprooted my life from Sydney and Sydney, Australia to Bali in Indonesia. And it's been a wild ride, you guys. I have started this podcast of Wealthy, Wild and Free, formerly known as Queen's Behavior. So I've definitely, if you've been with me from day dot and you're an OG, I love you. And thank you for still being here into season four. There has been so much transformation within myself and therefore the transformation that really occurs in everything and anything I do um, is really just, yeah, an example of the shifts I've gone through these last couple of years. So as I said, welcome to season four. I am so excited that you're here. And what are we going to be talking about and sharing? And uh, what are the type of guests I'm going to be bringing on into season four? Well, I want to start off by saying that if you are catching this in video form right now, you will see that I have my brand new studio set up. I am absolutely in love with our new studio space. And um, it's just so, so good to have, I like to call it my little feminine leg to come into and film my podcast for you guys. So what do you think? Are you loving my space? We've still got a little bit of upgrades to go. Um, but if you are just catching this on the audio, then um, go ahead and follow me over at Instagram at TaliaWDiGiulio, where you can see so much more of my content outside of my podcast. Um, and all there, I share everything from business to personal development, to mindset, to relationships and everything in between. <laughs> so without further ado, I am starting this season off with a very beautiful personal episode to me. 
Oh boy, an area of my life that I have wanted to speak about personally for far too long, um, but really have spent the last couple of years gaining and listening and understanding and researching um, from all of the women that went before me. So drum roll, you guys, I am pregnant. And I'm actually five months pregnant. So this is not new news. If you follow me over on Instagram, you would have known this for quite some time. But uh, this is my actual first pregnancy episode on Wealthy, Wild and Free. And the reason I'm actually doing this episode, you guys, is not just to share with you my own personal journey, but I think sometimes as women, we we get really caught up in this in this idea of let me in this idea that when you're ready to start a family it's going to happen right away and i can't speak for every woman but i can speak for me guys and my journey just didn't go that way so let me take you all the way back for those of you that have celebrated my pregnancy both my partner and i both we are so grateful we're actually a week or two away from finding out the gender so let me know in the comments what are you feeling what are you vibing for our baby baby girl baby boy what are you feeling let me know i have to say that i have felt baby girl from day dot and they always say a mother's intuition is pretty spot on but everyone around me including my partner seems to think it's going to be a boy (laughs) so we will hold on for the news for that but in the meantime let me take you back on my journey so At the age of 21, I was, I came out of school. I was very active as a young woman. I danced a lot. I played sports a lot. And there's so many blessings to that, absolutely, as a young woman, you know, being so fit and healthy. But the downsides actually that I I came to find out was that because I was so physically active and so physically fit, I struggled with anemia and I also struggled with getting my period regularly. Now, at the age of 21, I was diagnosed with polycystic ovarian syndrome. Polycystic ovaries, better known, you guys, as PCOS, is essentially cysts on your ovaries. Every woman has them, but when you are diagnosed with PCOS, you have a few more cysts on your ovaries than um, than normal. When I was told this news, and this is definitely down the Western route, you guys, Western medicine, okay? So I remember still to this day being in the doctor's surgery, and there were two options that they gave me. The conversation went a little bit like this. Tali, unfortunately, you may struggle to have children. And the second thing was, if you do want children at a later date or you want to manage this this essentially disease, um, you have to go on the pill. Now, I'm not against, and you know, again, this being my platform, my podcast, I want to be able to speak as freely all the time, you know, and always speak personally to my own journey. Never ever, you know, removing what anyone else has gone through. But for me personally, you guys, I spent one whole year on the pill from the ages of 21 to 22. And I can hand on heart say it was the worst thing I ever did for my body. I felt so dissociated with who I was. I, I was on a synthetic and I knew I was putting my body on a synthetic and it just didn't feel right to me. 
I, I was dealing with everything, mood swings, although yes, it allowed me to regulate my period and my skin got better. It also just really had me feel like a version of myself that I wasn't. And so I'm so grateful for that, you guys, because actually going on the pill made me start to look at more of a holistic route at how I wanted to treat my body, what my diet and exercise look like. And I wanted to start to be more open to options out there outside of just Western medicine. Now, full disclaimer, I'm a big believer that Western medicine is absolutely necessary for whatever you may be uh, looking to use it for. But I am very, very big now, 10 years on, on the blessings of herbs, aromatherapy, Chinese medicine, and everything in between. So I'm going to fast track this for you guys a little bit. In my 20s, I did everything guys. I started acupuncture. I changed my diet. I was a vegan. I um, changed my environment. I was very mindful of the pollutions and toxins that I was not only ingesting from our environment, but what I was putting on my skin. And slowly but surely, I started to become literally the healthiest version of myself. At the age of 25, just a little insert here, from 21 to 25, I actually moved over to Los Angeles, California, where I lived for a few years. And when I returned from LA, I remember going in for my doctor's checkup and I was in there for you ladies, you know what those checkups look like. And I actually remember the doctor saying to me, I'm just going to have to leave for a moment, Tal, but I'll be right back. And she left, she came back in with a head doctor and she looked at me and she said, we're not really able to say this um, clinically, but it looks like your ovaries, your polyp, it looks like the cysts on your ovaries are no longer there. And that was the moment where I realized that we can, if we choose, go on a different route when it comes to health. Now, I'm not going to jump on here, you guys, and say that I cured anything, and I'm definitely not going to suggest that anything can be cured. But what I will say is with a healthy diet, a good mindset, and an understanding to not be putting your body all the time on medication, antibiotics, anything that only the Western world, Western medicine will tell you, and maybe look a little left of field for me personally. It literally now years on is the very reason I truly believe I have baby in the belly. So why do I share this with you all? Well, a girlfriend was saying to me a couple of weeks ago before Christmas, Tal, I think it's really beneficial that you share with your audience and so many women out there that it wasn't just an easy journey for you. I think women can get so discouraged when we see pregnancy news and it is so hard, you guys. It is so hard. You see the news and you think this woman maybe was trying to fall pregnant and it happened right away. And you never, ever know their story or their journey. Um, for some, it really does go that way. And if you're one of those women, then I take my hat off to you. What a blessing. For me personally, that wasn't the case. But I want to share with you guys a few tips that has really supported me before getting pregnant and now during my pregnancy. So before getting pregnant, I do want to say that it wasn't planned 
obviously the discussion with my partner was there and we had spoken about wanting kids and uh, you know, we knew that that was a direction that we were going to take. Whilst we knew at any moment when the time was right, I was very smart and aware of preparing my body for whenever baby decides to want to enter the earth realm. Because truth be told, you guys, we can have our timeline as much as we want, but our spirit babies are on their own timeline. And that's something that I want all you women to remember, that your baby is literally in the ether waiting for you. I truly, truly believe that. And sometimes we can't, no matter how hard we try, no matter the timeline we're on, you cannot force their timeline. So the first thing I want to say pre-falling pregnant was surrendering and trusting. I had to have an element of full surrender that I know when the time is right, I will fall pregnant. I think the second thing that I'd like to add was being very mindful of how healthy I truly was being before I became pregnant. For me, one of my highest values is health for sure in all areas, in fitness, in health, in environment. And so when I found out that I was pregnant, when that time would come, I wanted to make sure that I was priming my body in the best capacity so baby could be as healthy as possible. And so a few things that I've done from the ages, you guys, of 25 to now, full disclaimer, because I'm not scared to share it. I am 31 years old. (laughs) Do I look younger? (laughs) But um, I spent these last six years moving my body as much as I can. What that looks like was doing regular strength training. I love to dance, adding in some yoga here and there, swimming, um, and just being being really active. Now, if that isn't something doable for you in your lifestyle currently, guys, something as simple as getting in 15 to 30 minutes of walking every day, especially for us women, for our blood flow is so, so, so important. So being really active and priming your body before that, that season comes around when you fall pregnant. The second thing I want to talk about is my diet. So I didn't always have the greatest diet. For those of you that have been with me from day dot, you'll know that my background is Italian. But for my new listeners, although I am Australian, my background is Italian. And I was super fortunate, you guys. If I have any of my beautiful European listeners on here, you'll know that we are very blessed with all the yummy foods that we get to grow up with. While that was such an amazing journey for me from a little girl, there were so many things that I had to really start to take a look at to just clean up in in my diet. So I really started to add the following foods. So the following foods I started to add to my diet. I started to really up the protein that I was eating. Now, I know for some of you women, you might be like, okay, Tal, what did that look like? Was it broccoli with just like a piece of chicken on a plate and it was just boring old? We hear protein and we think it needs to be boring. But that's not the case, you guys, okay? I would get creative with it, you know, and, and add some beautiful herbs and spices. But make sure that for the most part, 
I was having protein at every single meal. Now, for me as a woman that had struggled with PCOS, actually getting protein in my diet was super, super key. Having too many carbs in my diet or too many fats was an imbalance to my gut. It was an imbalance to my ovaries and my womb. And that wasn't going to be supportive for the day when I was deciding to fall pregnant. The third thing I did was make sure I really got clear on the water I was drinking. Now, a little business insert. (laughs) If you guys know and you follow me on Instagram, you'll know that one of the beautiful affiliates that I work with is the amazing Kangen Water, the company of Enagic. They're a Japanese company and they have been around for over 50 plus years. And I didn't even know you guys this water existed. And I'm going to go one step back. I, I wasn't even aware, you know, especially for us Westerners, we grow up drinking bottled water, but we're not educated on where that water is coming from, the type of water we're drinking and everything in between. So in the last three years, I've introduced Kangen water into my life. It is ionized, electrolyzed water. And I kid you not, you guys, not just from a level of preparing myself for pregnancy, I have never seen my skin clearer, my hair better, um, and, and everything in between. So really take a look at the water you're drinking and where that water is coming from. Try to remove as much plastic as possible, not just drinking, but eating from your foods, um, or how you're actually packaging your foods. Plastic is terrible for our wombs and our guts and really try to to drink and eat from source, okay? The fourth thing, pre-pregnancy, and this is massive for me to speak about, was my mindset. I am so big on this and, you know, I truly believe that there are those of us women out there, you know, I was like this at one point where you may not have the best diet, you may not be having the best lifestyle. But if you have a relatively good mindset, you're not in a negative mindset all the time, worry, concern, fear. Um, if you're believing in more of a higher vibrational mindset, you're going to allow yourself to connect your body with your mind and it is innately going to allow you to fall pregnant easier. This is the biggest thing that I hear with women. They're doing all the things, but then when you ask them about their mindset, Uh, they're either scared to fall pregnant or they're scared of what their pregnancy is going to look like. They've maybe heard different stories. They may not fully trust and believe in their bodies to hold such a beautiful gift. So guys, get really pure and clean with your mindset. And a couple of things I want to share with you that will help this is three things. The first thing is just be mindful of what you're consuming and you're listening to, okay? Second thing, start to fill your mind with more um, positivity. So what are the books you're reading? What is the content you're consuming? And then the third thing is remove everything that is not serving you when it comes to priming your body for pregnancy. This was so huge for me and I truly believe was the biggest one to me falling pregnant. Okay, there are two little things that I want to share with you guys that I truly believe primed me to falling pregnant. The first thing, guys, was acupuncture. Acupuncture has been such a gift in my life. Remove pregnancy. It has absolutely helped me with my blood flow. And doing this on a regular basis, I actually was doing it once a week for a whole year. Um, But now I've now pulled back to once every couple of months 
Acupuncture is so, so good for your blood flow and getting things moving in your system, especially when you're trying to fall fall pregnant. And then the second thing I want to share with you guys is just a little nugget that was actually gifted to me. This changed my whole mindset of what it means to become a mum and the journey of yourself, but also your child who's, you know, yet to be in the earth realm. And that is the book Spirit Babies. If you do not or have not read this book, it is a game changer. Now, the reason I say that this book was so game changing for me was that on a spiritual level, I had no understanding of, you know, we're here in our human bodies in physical form, but I had no understanding, no comprehension, no, no, um, no respect really for, you know, that, that there is another realm before all of us, all of us come to this beautiful earthly existence, right? It's happened to all of us and it's going to happen to our future children. And so this book just teaches you so much on trusting, surrendering, understanding your body, understanding your partner, how you can go on a journey together, and more importantly, understanding the timing, the little nudges, the signs, and everything in between of your baby, okay? So those are my pre-tips. Now, at this point in the episode, I do really want to share that Pregnancy can be such a sensitive topic for so many women. Um, I am somebody myself that has struggled with a syndrome, um, if you would say, in the past. And I know so many women, unfortunately, now more today in today's society than ever, so many women are getting diagnosed with so many different things because of the toxins that our bodies are exposed to. The biggest thing that I want to share with you women is to take a moment for yourself daily, meditate, get still, quiet your mind and quiet your body. Your womb, women, let me tell you, your womb is your life force. Your womb is the most powerful, powerful place that literally we create from. It is such a gift to be a woman. And when I truly understood that, I started to have grace for my body, no matter how it looked. I started to have grace for being in a position that I can bring life to this world one day. And I started to have grace for how I was treating myself. I really understood that that sacral, that womb space for us women is so, so sacred. And how you're treating it on a daily basis is going to be so important. So if you're somebody that is struggling to get pregnant right now, what I want to say to you is, I know it's hard to hear, trust, surrender, lean in. When the time is right, it'll happen. But I want you to just be kinder to yourself. Allow yourself, write yourself a letter. You know, future pace, you, you know, when you find out that you're pregnant, you know, in a year from now, how do you feel? What do you look like? Start to get in a position of positivity and excitement than fear, worry, and concern. Let me tell you, I had every single reason to not be carrying baby in my womb at five months right now, but I truly believed another story for myself. I truly believed that I was able to hold life. And just that small mindset and reaffirming that to yourself every day is going to go such a long way. 
So I hope that a bit of my journey has helped so far on pregnancy. I want to share with you guys now what it has felt and look like and becoming a pregnant woman. So as I mentioned earlier, I am five months pregnant. I'm halfway there, which is crazy. Where's the time gone? But I have to say that I read all the stories on you become pregnant and then symptoms. Now, my first trimester, my first trimester was for the most part, a lot of you women are going to be like, damn you, Talia. (laughs) But it was fairly easy. I definitely dealt with a lot of fatigue. I absolutely dealt with exhaustion. I had some uh, muscle aches and 100% nausea all the time. It almost got to a point where I would have rather buffed (laughs) or for those that need a more um, descriptive term, vomited (laughs) um, because I was just nauseous all the time. But I didn't deal with any vomiting. I didn't deal with getting sick. I didn't deal with many food aversions or, you know, even the struggle to, to really get out of bed. And the one reason I truly believe that my first trimester was relatively okay was because of what I did before hand. Having a pretty healthy, active lifestyle, I do think plays a role into how you hold your pregnancy. So first trimester was okay. Uh, I'm still craving peanut butter. It's my go-to and I'm definitely craving mango. Let me know in the comments below, like what are your cravings if you're currently pregnant? Well into my second trimester now, as you guys know, I'm 20 weeks and the second trimester has also been a delight. I feel like I got a sense of myself back. And I do want to mention that. I think what's really common is a lot of women say the first and the third trimester, no matter your symptoms, mentally, you just feel off. Um, And it's hard to explain. I know I adore my partner, but for those of you that are having your pregnancy with your beautiful beloved, if you are having on your own, go sister, absolutely see you and rocking you. But if you're doing this with your beloved, one thing I will say is that it is hard for the masculine. It is hard for your men to really understand what your body's going through. And so the biggest thing I want to share at this point, you guys, first and second trimester, if you're a beautiful woman pregnant right now, is get yourself a community. It doesn't have to be a big group of women. It doesn't mean you have to go somewhere every week, but get yourself into a space where you don't feel alone. This has been really huge for me, um, whether it has been online, uh, whether it's been with some of my friends out here, allowing myself to learn and be around women that not only are pregnant, but are not pregnant and everything in between being in that feminine energy has been really, really, really helpful. So I'm in my second trimester currently. And as I said, I feel like I have a sense of myself back. I feel like I've been able to really get back into work um, and have that motivation that if I'm honest, guys, I've never really struggled with. I've always been able to be self-motivated. I've always been able to, you know, really drive myself. But that first trimester and being pregnant, oof, I struggled. Um, So I guess there has to be a part two of this episode because I am in my second trimester. I have a whole third trimester and post-pregnancy to go. Um, And so I guess I want to close this episode out with really leaving you with a couple of things. 
If you're on a journey to falling pregnant right now, remember that you are so worthy. Your body can do this. And no matter what you've been told along the way, no matter the stories you've read, good, bad, or everything in between, your journey is unique to you. But it's so important that you remember that. It's so important that you remind yourself that your body can hold this sacred baby because whether you believe this or not, your baby is waiting for you and you are waiting for your baby. It goes both ways. So allow yourself to get into a beautiful mindset. If you're somebody that is pregnant right now, celebrating you, I'm so excited to be on the journey with you. I cannot believe I'm going to be a mama in 2023. I can't believe this finally is the year. (laughs) And um, I know and I'm very humbled to all the challenges and all the things I have ahead of me. So I thought I would end this episode with showing you my bump. Um, So I am currently five months and I'll stand up and show you that this is me currently. So definitely got a little bit of my bump going on and uh, can honestly say, you guys, that I think for me, the biggest struggle was definitely going to be the physicality change. And as the weeks have gone on and my body has changed, um, it's become, I've called it to my partner, fluffy. (laughs) It's become a little bit more fluffy. I've fallen in love with the gift of literally being pregnant, of birthing life, of having a baby in my in my womb right now. And um, I didn't see that one coming. And that's been that's been a really beautiful gift. So with all of this being said, I love you guys. It's been so lovely to come back into season four, into the new year with fresh energy, a fresh studio, a baby in my belly and all the different topics that I'm so excited to share with you guys. I will do a part two of my pregnancy. If you have any questions, if you have anything you want to share with me, please drop in the comments here. This episode and podcast will be available on all podcast forums. If you don't already follow me, go and follow me over at Instagram at Talia W. DeGiulio. And remember that you are so worthy of everything and anything that you desire. Until next time, you guys, I love you. Peace.